Welcome to the Coffee with Kathy podcast. Take a moment to subscribe and like us on Facebook if you haven't already. You can also check out all of our books, merch, and future podcasts at coffeewithkathy.com. Now grab yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to be encouraged. Here's your host, Pastor Kathy Heitschu. Welcome, Coffee with Kathy. Look, this is going to be a good one today. December, don't stop, don't quit, don't throw in the towel. God would not give you a promise without equipping and empowering you to see it through to completion. He's a keeper of his word and his promises. Good morning, my friend Randy and Sue. I love all y'all. Good morning, it's Coffee with Kathy. I already know you can see the roof. I already know the lighting is really bad right now, but Sarah left for New York. I just don't understand. Look, there she is. <laughs> hey, Gigi. Welcome, all my friends. I'm glad you're here today. I'm glad you're here with Coffee with Kathy. It's going to be a good one. It's our last one of 2021. Somebody say amen. Type amen. It's the last Thursday in 2021, and we made it. You survived 100% of your worst days. You did it. You ought to just type right now, I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I love Survivor. It's one of my favorite shows because I am a survivor. Hey, Justin. Oh my gosh, Justin. That video of Emily having her wisdom teeth taken out was so funny. <laughs> it's so good. Amen. Well, Sarah's gone on her way to New York, so she ain't going to be here today. So that's why y'all going to see the studio. Y'all see we got these sound things that absorb sound. It's because I talk too loud, they say. Justin's back out of Facebook jail. Praise the Lord. That's right. I'm a survivor. You ought to just type that right now. I'm talking about, um, uh, let's see, I'm going to title it, What is Your House Made Of? I, I use some good clickbait with, um, with I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. What is your house made of? Ain't that so good? That's so good. So I'm going to tell you the story of three little pigs because it's going to teach you how to be strong in the Lord. I know it sounds crazy, but it's going to teach you what is your house made of. So sometimes you can take a cute little nursery rhyme and you can learn something from it. But once upon a time, I'll tell you a story. Once upon a time, there was a big bad wolf who was hungry for a pork sandwich. I'm kind of hungry myself. And he knew where these three little pigs lived. He knew where he could go and get a pork sandwich and maybe three pork sandwiches. So he went to pig number one's house, which was made of straw. And he begged pig number one, let me in, let me in. But the pig would not. The, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. Wait, that might be what the wolf said. Anyway, the pig wouldn't let him in. So he huffed and he puffed and he blew the straw house down. And little pig number one escaped and he ran to little pig number two's house. And the wolf came to pig number two's house, which was made of stick either. So he huffed and he puffed and he blew the stick house down. So the two little pigs escaped and they ran as fast as they could to pig number three's house. Good morning, Sparky. Good morning, all my friends. I'm glad you're on today. Share the broadcast with all the little pigs in your life. <laughs> Start tagging people who are a big bad wolf. People who've been a big bad wolf in 2021, just tag them. Just start tagging people. So he went to pig number three's house, and uh, which was made of bricks. And he said, little pig, little pig, let me in. 
But the pig number three would not. So the wolf, he huffed and he puffed and he blew with all of his might. But can I tell you, the brick house remained standing. She's a brick house. <laughs> Y'all knew I was going to throw that song in. But he tried with all of his might. And pig number three, his house never budged. His house stood firm. It was built on a firm foundation. It was built on a solid foundation. So finally, he went away, determined he'd just go get an easier meal because that wasn't going to happen for him. So here's the danger in weak faith. Here's the danger in having a weak house. That's right, Justin. Start tagging all the big bad wolves in your life. <laughs> Because many people believe that Jesus is Lord and Savior. They let him be Savior of their life. But, but a lot of people have weak faith. A lot of Christians have weak faith. They have a weak faith house. Their house of faith is weak. It's like a house that's built with straw or sticks. And, and you know what? All it would take is one big crisis to come along and blow their house down. It's true. You know people. Maybe you've been that person. You know people that well, they're one good crisis away from everything falling apart. Good morning, Randy and Sue. I'm so excited you're on your way to Florida. We got snow last night. It was so amazing. Just enough to make snow angels. It's not quite enough to build a snowman yet, but I'll wait for it. But while y'all are in Florida, I'll be waiting for uh, build my snowman. But you know, people, they're just one big, huge crisis away from everything crumbling, from everything falling because their faith is weak or they have no faith at all. And the Bible talks about the dangers of not building your faith strong, of not building it on a strong foundation. Listen what it says, Hosea 4.16. For Israel is stubborn like a stubborn calf. Now the Lord will let them forage like a lamb in open country. And you know what happens to a lamb in open country, a lamb that doesn't have a shepherd to protect them. They're going to be on somebody's menu, right? Can I tell you, we have a hungry enemy. We have a hungry enemy, just like a big bad wolf. He's hungry. The Bible actually says in first Peter five, eight, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, your enemy, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. The Bible says he walks around like a roaring lion, but he's not actually. See, if Sarah was here, she'd make my hair not be sticking straight up. But that's fine. That's what the, that's what the snow does to you. It says he walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Please don't make it easy for your enemy to devour you. Please don't make it easy for your enemy to devour you. So I ask you today, do you have a weak house or do you have a strong house? Is your faith house built on straw and sticks? Are you one crisis away from everything falling apart? Everything coming unraveled? Everything coming unglued? Are you? Matthew 7 says it best. Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man. I'd like to think I'm a wise woman. I listen to what God tells me to do and I do it. Like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain came down, the floods came up. You know the little kid song. And the winds blew and beat on the house and it did not fall because it was on a solid rock. It was founded on the rock. Amen. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the floods came up. <laughs> 
And the rain came down and the floods came up and it blew and beat on the house and it fell. And great was its fall. Now, the emphasis is mine because, listen, it's not enough to hear the word. You actually got to, it's not even enough to know the word. You got to do the word. And you can't just hear it and know it. You actually got to do the word. You got to apply God's word to your life. That's what's going to make the difference in everything you do. That's what makes the difference in a strong faith house or a weak faith house is actually your ability and your ability to withstand attacks of the enemy is your ability to apply the word of God to your life and do it. You know, I'm a doer of the word of God. You should type that right now. I'm a doer of the word of God. I not only hear it and I, I not only know it and memorize it, but I actually do it. Because listen, truth known does not change you. Truth done changes you. Truth done is what changes you, not the truth that you know. That's a message right there. So I'm giving you three ways to be strong in the Lord. You ready for them? Thanks for sharing the broadcast. If somebody can share it to my Facebook page, because Sarah's not here, which is why you can see this studio. And the lighting is not so good and my hair is sticking up everywhere. Three ways to be strong in the Lord. Three ways to have a stronger foundation. If you do these three things, I'm telling you, you're going to have a strong foundation. Your house of faith is going to be so strong, right? Number one, three ways. Number one, recognize where your true protection lies. Recognize where your true protection comes from. We as vulnerable people, y'all. Our flesh is vulnerable. We fa- our flesh faces uh, many dangers, sometimes from our own ignorance. It's my own flesh that causes me to be naive. Sometimes we're just naive. Oh, thank you, Randy. I-, I Thank you that you said from Sue. Amen. Thanks, Sue. Sue's always so good to encourage me and lift me up. Well, Sarah's gone to New York in case y'all joined in. Uh, Sarah's always gone, Sparky. It's the truth. She's, I hope somebody tags her. Justin tags Sarah and Mike. They always gone, amen? Especially on Thursday at 10 o'clock when I need them. They gone to New York. They got to go and, and have a homegoing celebration for their Mima. So that's a good reason. But I miss them when they're not here. Recognize that you're vulnerable people. You need to know where your protection come from. Listen, Jesus didn't call us sheep for nothing. <laughs> Jesus said we is like sheep. That's the truth. And I don't like to think of myself as a sheep, but I know it's true. Wanting to resist the truth, that's pride, so I'm not going to do that. But the truth about it is, let me tell you how sheep behave. It said sheep have an instinct to move out of the dark and into well-lit areas. Okay. Sheep prefer to move uphill when they're disturbed. Okay. Sheep tend to gather close to other members of their flock. Okay. It said sheep have a strong lead follow instinct. They have an instinct to be be um, led. They have an instinct to follow. So our first, if, if that's true about sheep, and he says, I'm a sheep, then my first instinct should be to move out of the dark and into the well-lit area. My first instinct should be to move uphill and seek the light. 
My first instinct that when uh, instinct when I'm disturbed is to get up higher, to recognize where my help comes from, to look up where my help comes from. If I'm a sheep, that should be my instinct, right? My instinct should be to seek out other believers to help me in my time of need. If it's true that sheep gather closer to members of their flock, then that's what I should be doing when I'm in trouble, right? A sheep should strive to hear the shepherd's voice. I should always be listening to hear my father's voice. I wake up in the morning talking about, Jesus, what are we going to do today? Who are we going to seek out today? Who are we going to talk to today? Whose life are we going to add value to today? How am I going to change people's lives around me? Amen. It's good stuff. Welcome, Judy. I'm glad you're here today. Welcome all my friends. We've got so many friends today. Amen. Number two, number one, remember, recognize where your true protection lies. Number two, know your enemy. John 10, 10 gives us the enemy's agenda. You want to know what the enemy's agenda. You, first, you better know your enemy and you better know his agenda. Amen. John 10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. If anything's been stolen in your life, if anything's died in your life, if anything's been destroyed in your life, that was your enemy right? If you have behavior in your life that's going to steal something from you, you can know God didn't give you that behavior. If you got a bad attitude, that's going to steal your joy. That's from the enemy. You got to know your enemy. Mm -hmm. If you're not patient and it causes you to lose something, lose your peace, lose your happiness, lose your joy, that's not from God. That's from your enemy. You need to know your enemy. I be knowing my enemies. Amen. Hmm. Ha. They say, keep your enemy, friends close and your enemies closer. I better not. Bet I won't. Bet I won't keep my enemies close to me. Ha. Some of y'all need to get the gift of block. <laughs> Some of y'all need to have a block party. <laughs> 2021 is ending. You need to have a block party. You need to block people on your phone that bring negativity to your life. You need to block all your enemies. Anybody that's an enemy of Jesus Christ is an enemy of me. You need to block some people on social media. You need to have a big block party. Get a gift to block you. It's not too late to get one more Christmas gift. <laughs> get a gift of, I'm going to block you. Amen. But you know who's behind what's destroying you. You know who's behind it. Amen. That's why you got to refer back to number one. Recognize where your true protection lies. Some of y'all jumping outside of your protection. You better stay under the protection of, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Stay protected. Stay under the umbrella of the protection of the Holy Spirit. Go back to that last act of disobedience that you did and, and fix it. Repent and say, Father, I repent and I'm moving forward. And I'm going to be obedient from today on. I'm going to be obedient. Amen. You better recognize when you get in danger, recognize you're in danger and you got to get back under the shepherd. Tell me, whoop, hold up. I'm out here in this field in danger of a big, bad wolf. Uh-uh. Nope. Thank you, Jesus. And you got to get back to a place of safety. Number three, last one. Create a stronger dwelling place. Create a stronger dwelling place. In the parable in Matthew 7, only one difference existed between the person with a strong house and the person with a weak house. Can I tell you, the weak house person heard God's word but did not do it. The strong house person heard God's word and did it. Amen. Amen. 
You got to practice God's word consistently. Amen. And what I mean by practice, like build your faith. You know, if I get a headache, the first thing I do is not take medication. That can be the second thing you do. That's fine. But the first thing, I'm going to give God a little bit of time to heal it. I'm going to give God a little bit of time to fix it. I'm going to give God an opportunity. That's working my faith. Amen. That, that's the, when the word of God becomes part of you. I mean, that you just, everything you go through, you got a word from God. You got a word out of God's word for whatever you go through. You know, when the enemy tries to come at you, you immediately got a word. It becomes part of you. You're able to say no weapon formed against me. Tell me better put it back in a holster. Better put it back in a holster. Right? We're not ignorant of his devices. That's right. We shouldn't be ignorant. Sadly, though, some of us are ignorant of the way he works. That's why, number two, you got to know your enemy. You got to know how he operates. You got to know how he works. I know how he works. I know how he operates. He uses things to push my buttons that don't push your buttons. Right? He uses things to trigger me that don't trigger you. Like if I see a cat, I'm going to be triggered. Well, if you make a mistake, learn from it. Amen? If you make a mistake, repent. If the enemy tricks you, Comes to comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and you and you fall for his device, you fall for his schemes. Repent. Be quick to repent. Can we just go into 2022 quick to repent? Can we go into 2022 with an attitude of gratitude, uh, praying more and fasting more? Can we go into 2022 without all the drama? I told y'all my my motto for 2022 is I'm through in 22. I'm through with the drama. I'm through with the llama. I'm through with your mama. I'm through with all of it. Amen. Can we just get a, a spirit of I'm done with all that junk? Yes. Amen. Hand up emoji if you're through with everybody's drama. I'm through in 22. Amen. We got to stay protected from the enemy. I need to know my enemy. I need to know what he's using to trigger me. And you got to know that the person that's triggering you is not them. It's the enemy using them. I know you want to throw them off a ledge or, or whatever. You hope their wheels fall off their car while they're doing 90 miles down the road. But listen, you got to know it's not the person. That's the devil. That's the enemy that's triggering you. He's just using them. And some people he uses more frequently than other people. But that's just because, you know, he that's just because he knows it triggers you. If the enemy got up every day, when you get up every day and say and says, you know, it's not gonna trigger her, it's not gonna trigger him anymore, so I'm just gonna stop. He will eventually just stop. If it doesn't bother you and trigger you, he's not these little demons, your enemy ain't gonna keep on. Eventually he knows you cannot be moved. I shall not be moved. I cannot be shaken. I cannot be moved. It shall not come nigh unto me. Amen. So, little recap. Number one, three ways to be strong in the Lord. Number one, realize where your true protection lies. Your true protection is not talking about um, uh, on social media and getting people to give you advice. Your true protection is knowing the word of God and applying it to your life, knowing that God will protect you. If you stay under his protection, 
Amen. We, we wouldn't have to fight our enemy near as much if we would just stay with the shepherd. Amen. This is good. Number two, know your enemy. And number three, we're, oh, wrong, wrong page. Here we go. This is what happens when Sarah ain't here. And number three, create a stronger dwelling place. You got you to gotta get your... Get your spirit stronger. Amen. Build your faith. You got to get stronger faith, y'all. We don't got strong enough faith. I mean, something happens. Like I said in the beginning, some people are just one crisis away from losing it. You know, they just one road rage away from losing it. We got to do better. We're going into 2022 doing better. Amen. We're going to do better. We're going to see great. We're going to actually do great exploits for God because we're going to get our faith life how stronger, bigger. We're going to start out. You know what? Start out in your daily devotional journal come January 1. Let's see what it says. January 1. This is going to be great. Let's do this together, y'all. January 1, start in your journal. We're going to read through the Bible in a year. Now, I know you can read through the Bible in 70 hours. You know you can actually speak in a normal tone the entire Bible in like 70 hours. It's not that difficult. Some of y'all can binge watch Netflix in 70 hours and don't even know where the time went. But let's start off. We're it gives you, every day gives you the scripture, today's Bible reading. We start at Genesis, Matthew, a Psalm, and a Proverb. And we go all the way through the Bible the whole year. I give you a prayer for the day, a word to concentrate on for the day. And then I give you scripture and a place to journal. Can you just start writing a prayer request on every day? Can you put your prayer request down? And then next January, when you get to this same page, you're going to be able to write um, uh, the dates. So you're going to be able to see all the things God answered, all the requests and all the prayers God answered. Can you just write them down for me? Wouldn't that be so great to actually see your prayers being answered and write dates down that they were answered? And can I tell you, God's going to do a quick work in 22. He's going to do a quick work in a lot of things. I believe that. I've been praying for it and believing for it. We just got to get a few little things tweaked in our life, amen? We just get a few little things tweaked. We got this. This is easy stuff, amen? We, we men and women of faith, men and women of faith, this is actually going to be the year of double. That's what Sarah and them, uh, their theme for 2022 is the year of double, wouldn't that be so great? Can you just hand up emoji, receive a year of double, a year of increase? Now, I don't mean like twins or anything, but if you want them, amen, go for it. But I, it's a no for me. It's a solid no for me. Solid. Amen. It's time to see our harvest come in. Amen. I'm believing for it. And, and I know you are too. Me too, Gigi. Me too. Yes, Justin, hand up emoji. I'm ready for a double harvest, a double anointing, a double favor, double blessings. I'm ready for double the trouble. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'm ready for all the good things God's got for me. And, and I know he's got good things for you too. Amen. I know he does. Matter of fact, January 1 is going to be really good because the, the word for January 1 is abundant. Abundance, right? What you've already been through is proof enough that God is able, right? Obedience takes away authority from your enemy. When you're obedient, he has no authority in your life. He might try to come, steal, kill, and destroy, but he can't 
Because obedience to God takes away his authority. He has no authority. So we're going to have an abundance of obedience. Let's say that 10 times real fast. Type abundance of obedience in 22. It's happening. We're going to be obedient people. If anything else, if nothing else, they're going to be able to say of us, we're obedient people. That, That guy was so obedient. That girl, she was so obedient to the Lord. She was obedient. She's an obedient person. Isn't that a great thing for people to say about you? People to say about you that you're a prayer warrior. People to say about you that that you fast and pray. People to say that miracles happen around you. I mean, wouldn't these be great things for people to say about us? I mean, I know people right now that if you said their name to me and said, what are they known for? And you said, what are they known for? I would have to say they known for gossip. They known for slander. They known for sowing discord. Would it be so terrible if, if, if people said, yeah, that Pastor Kathy, could you tell me a little about her? It would be terrible if people said, oh, yeah, she's, um, she's, uh, I don't even know what people might would say about me because I pop them one. Um, uh, she gossips all the time. She talks negative. She's always down in the mouth. She's always talking in the mully grubs. And, you know, she's always broke, busted, disgusted. You don't even want to hang around her. She just sucks the life out of you, sucks all the energy out of you. You just want to go take a shower after you hang out with her. I mean, think about it. Maybe you write in your journal in January what, what people say about you right now and what you want them to say about you. I hope people, when people describe me, I hope that people say that she's a tongue-talking, fire-walking, Holy Ghost, woman of God, mighty, powerful, anointed, amen, get things done, miracle-working. I hope people say that about me, that they're they're happier when, when I come into a room than when I leave a room, and that they're uh, sad and they miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> You're going to miss me when I'm gone. I hope people would say stuff like that about me. Amen. Well, what do people say about you? What do you want people to say about you? Because that's important that you have a goal to strive toward. I know people right now that if you told me, oh, so-and-so um, uh, complains 24-7, I would agree. I would say, you is right. He is a complainer. She is a complainer. It's complain, complain, complain. Right? So don't let that be said about any of you. I know nobody that watches Coffee with Kathy is that way anyway. Amen. Y'all are all saved and sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. Amen. But sometimes maybe you you slip. <laughs> maybe maybe you, you know, don't watch Coffee with Kathy one week and you go off to New York. Just kidding. I'm, I'm glad my kids got to go. Amen. But I love all y'all. Uh, I know it was a short devotion, but sometimes, you know, it's short and packs a punch and, and it's powerful. Amen. It's powerful. And I am thankful. 2021 was a good year. Yes, she loves coffee and pecan pie, and she's the funniest person I know. Amen. I forgot to add that. And she loves snow. She loves snow as much as Jesus, as she loves Jesus. Amen. (laughs) My top three things I love, Jesus, snow, and coffee. My top three things I hate, cats, um, 
I don't even know if I really hate them. Well, I don't like. Oh, licorice. Ain't nobody gonna eat no, and liver and onions. Ain't nobody gonna do that but old people. You know you old if you eat liver and onions. You're like really old. You like passing on to heaven time, Jesus old. But I'll be liking that. I'll be liking licorice. Amen. You know that thing of candy? My sister gets it. And some of the pieces are good, but then you get that one, that old people candy. It's like, um, Justin, you mind your own business. You don't be coming on my show and rebuking the snow. Justin Smith. Oh, hey, babe, I didn't know you was on here. Okay, James, James she passed James is here, so we're going to all behave. Amen. Holy Jesus. Hallelujah. James is here, so we're gonna be we're gonna be happy, and, and we're not gonna talk about things we don't like. Amen. Well, I love all y'all. I hope I hope you go make it a coffee drinking kind of day in Jesus' name. And I, I, do, I will I, I show y'all she does at least have it decorated. Look, she at least has it decorated. But set, I can't find the thing that holds the phone. Sarah, you didn't leave the thing that holds my phone. You just can't get good help nowadays. But I love y'all. I hope you go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. And can't wait to see you next year.